Good morning for Tuesday, November 19, 2013. Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page today. Split on Iran deal strains U.S.-Israel ties. Obama nominee is third in a row blocked by the GOP, and sleep therapy seen as an aid for depression. In today's national headlines, power still out for thousands in the Midwest after tornadoes. Congress and courts weigh new restraints on spying, and officials had early warning on health site problems. In today's business headlines, regulators and investors see value in Bitcoin. Labor panel finds illegal punishments at Walmart, and Edwards revisits his past hanging out a law shingle. There will be more business stories, more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page, and the opinions of New York Times columnist Joe Nocera. Now from the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top story, split on Iran deal strains U.S.-Israel ties. Reported by David Sanger and Jody Rudorin. To the Israeli government, the preliminary deal with Iran that the Obama administration is trying to seal this week is a giveaway to a government that has spent two decades building a vast nuclear program. It enshrines the current status quo at a time when the Iranians are within reach of the technical capability to build a bomb and reward some unproven leaders with cash and sanctions relief. President Obama and his top aides see the same draft deal in dramatically different terms. To them, it is a first effort to freeze the Iranian program, buy some time to negotiate a more ambitious deal, and stop two separate methods of developing a bomb, one involving uranium, the other plutonium. In return, the Iranians get modest relief from sanctions, but not what they desperately desire, the ability to again sell oil around the world. That would only come later as part of a final agreement that would require the Iranians to dismantle much of their nuclear infrastructure. Those two divergent views have deeply politicized the question of whether the accord that the United States and its European allies are considering should be termed good or bad. It is a fundamental disagreement that has left, in tatters, whatever half-hearted efforts that Obama and Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu have made over the past five years to argue that they're on the same page when it comes to Iran. Every time Obama and Secretary of State John Kerry ask for time and space to test the new Iranian leadership's claims that it's ready for a new approach, and for compromise, Netanyahu responds that the proposed agreement is a very bad deal, extremely dangerous, a mistake of historic proportions, or, as he said in an interview with CNN on Sunday, an exceedingly bad deal. And these often raise the specter of an Israeli strike on Iran's nuclear facilities, even if a deal is signed, something the Obama administration believes would split apart the global coalition it has built to squeeze Iran. Yet, the rift is about more than negotiating tactics. In interviews, U.S. and Israeli officials conceded their goals are very different. Netanyahu will be satisfied with nothing less than the dismantlement of every scrap of the Iranian nuclear infrastructure, an administration strategist said. We'd love that too, but there's no way that's going to happen at this point in the negotiation. Two of the most eminent members of the foreign policy establishment, Zbigniew Brzezinski and Brent Scowcroft, issued a joint statement on Monday that 
Should the United States fail to take this historic opportunity, we risk failing to achieve our non-proliferation goal and losing the support of allies and friends while increasing the probability of war.